If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. This guy's been in the forefront of making sure that the American public is notified and informed uh, what's going on with these vaccines, about COVID-19, its origins, and much, much more. The legalities of it, too. It's Tom Renz. He's an attorney. Go to TomRenz.com. How are you, Tom? Good to see you. Doing great. Great. Glad to be back, Joe. I love that you, you keep on uncovering this stuff. And before we get into the origins, before we get into the CIA connection that you say you now can verify is, is there, let's just start from where the, the average American needs some answers. And the question has always been, and you and I have been answering it for a long time, but in case this is the first time they've seen you, is it legal at all under our constitutional republic system for a central government to tell me I have to take a shot in my arm or I have to wear a mask on my face? Is that legal? Well, I would argue no, but they've done it anyways, right? So, I mean, the law is 55 mile an hour speed limit, but people drive 60. Right. So. The thing about law is that we've got to understand, yeah, I mean, you know I'm a Christian, right? So I believe God's law is immutable, but man's law is always a manifestation of the intent of the people. And if nobody drives 55, well, then I guess what are you going to do about it? Right. See, the, no one did anything. When they put, told us you have to mask up, people masked up. When they told us you have to take the shot, they took the shot. Now, praise God that, you know, because of guys like you, Joe, I was able to get enough word out that we had a resistance. And so enough people said no that it went away. But they're going to come back with more. They're going to try and scare people into action again. And we're either going to resist and say no or we're going to lose our rights because they're going to keep doing it until there's accountability. Well, here's the problem, Tom. And you know that we as people want to be trusting. We trust every single day. If we go to the restaurant, we trust they're not going to poison us. We drive down the road. We trust the guy next to us isn't going to drive into us. We trust a lot. And when the government says, hey, there's a really bad thing coming from China and a lot of people have died, here's how you protect yourself. Wear a mask. Take this shot. Stay inside. We're going to tell you if you're essential, if you're not essential, if you can go to work and support your family. And trust us, we're giving you the truth. We don't Listen, I'm not a biochemist, neither are you. So our first inclination, our first reflex action is, all right, let me trust them. But when we started hearing about people losing their jobs and their careers, and you couldn't walk into an auditorium without doing this, that, and the other, and we saw elderly people dying where their, their loved ones had to say goodbye to them through, through windows because they couldn't be in the same room, at some point we started going, well, wait a second, this is a, a bit too far. Is there an inflection point that you can remember where we as Americans started saying, wait a second, this doesn't make any sense? Well, yeah, I mean, I did everything I could to bring about that inflection point, yes. right? I mean, you know, it, and we did. So I think if you look back over COVID, there are three seminal things that I know I was a part of that I think really had a huge impact. 
The first was our first case that's filed in September of 2020. And that case was the one that where we showed that masks don't work, PCR doesn't work, uh, social distancing was garbage, that the death count was being lied, manipulated. Uh, so we showed all that stuff. It was the first time anyone had shown using citations, government documents and everything else in a court case that this whole thing's garbage. So that caused some problems and that woke some people up. The second one is the front, America's Frontline Doctors case that we did. So Simone hired us and we, we put together this case and uh, we showed that the vaccines were dangerous. We showed that they were this, that they were that. That case also did the same thing. It got, we put it in court, everybody saw it, they could see the citations, they could see the data. And you know, naturally it was censored, but it still ended up getting out and having a huge impact. And it right. actually, they, the federal government you know, removed the mandate on the people that we sued for, which really I think was in part uh, the part of the, I guess, the, the cascade that occurred where all the other mandates went away. You know, once we had broken that dam, you couldn't take away the mandates for one group, but not the other. And they right. were afraid to try it because if it went to court, we were in good shape because it's a really strong case. And then the third was the case that we brought on the EcoHealth where we showed that this was created in the, in the lab in Wuhan. And uh, that case is still in court. And uh, that case, I believe, is responsible for, for having Fauci step down. You know, once, once they realized that we had him and there's no way to avoid this case, it, he was too big of a political liability to keep in there. So they had to, had to get him out of the position. So when you say is there an inflection, there were several inflection points just from my end that I thought had a pretty substantial impact on this go as we went through it. And there'll be a couple more. And if they do this again, we'll do the same thing. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I mean, it's... It's been a process, and but for, and and Joe, I'm not trying to blow sunshine up your rear on this. Uh, you know I don't lie. But for you and all the other guys who helped me get the word out, this doesn't work, right? Because lawfare is pro probably substantially about educating the public, right? The political pressure that came as we put out the government documents that showed that this was fraud and the people waking up. And that's why, going back to that first question you asked, the law will always be a manifestation of the intent of the people who are governed. Right. And so that's that's kind of, I think, where we are and what we have to continue doing if we want to stay free. Well, Tom, it made sense when we met for me to have you on, and I'm not blowing any smoke either. Bottom line is this. The government always used the VAERS system and suddenly said VAERS is no longer reliable when we knew that it was. And then you brought, I, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, Department of Defense documents that yep. showed thousands of people were dying from getting the shot. Yep. And I'm going, well, wait a second. This is available from a government agency that we finance. Theirs was always reliable and never was, was below reproach. It was always above reproach. And all of a sudden, we're told, don't believe what you've always relied on. Yep. And you brought actual information showing that not only did the shots not work, they were causing harm. We had documentation. But they also didn't stop the spread like Fauci said it did. Walensky yep. said it did. And now fast forward to a couple of years later, the Pfizer people admitted we didn't even test it to yep. see if it stopped it from being contagious. So, again, God bless you for, not, for being unafraid because you were, yeah, they targeted you. They wanted you shut down. They wanted me shut down. I was suspended from Twitter for saying hydroxychloroquine works and so on. But You're people right. need to have the proper information going forward. As we stand today on September 21st, 2023, this government again is pushing hard for yep. all of us to start wearing masks again and get this next booster. We don't even know what the hell it is. Just yep. some other shot. We, should, we see a shot of, of, of Biden allegedly getting the shot, which could be saline for all we know. So how do we stop the political theater from, from being so extremely effective as it was the first time? Is there enough skepticism now in the population to say, we're not doing it? 
Well, I think it's a really interesting position we're in, right? Because we're at a point now where that the answer to that question is real close. We've created a huge amount of skepticism, and the people who stood strong to this point, you know, 25% of Americans have not gotten a single shot. And I would argue that it's probably a higher number than that. Those people have lost their jobs, they've lost their families, they've lost their friends, they stood strong, but they have kept their health. And, you know, those people are probably not going to sell out at any point now. And those people have also educated a lot of people. So another 25% of America that did get the shot regrets it. So I think you've got a huge number of people that are saying what's going on. Now, you know, you look at these things and I think they kind of come together to put us in a position where we have a real good shot at shutting us down entirely. I think that we have a real good shot of getting to accountability, but we've got to keep pushing. And I think that, you know, the nature of this, they're going to push again, right? We had the WEF, the woman from the World Economic Forum, you know, stating in 2021 that COVID was the most profitable event in human history. So, you know, you you don't have the most profitable event in human history and not repeat it. Right. So, you know, the thing that I think is going to happen is I think that they're going to overplay their cards. Right now, they see the narrative collapsing. They see us continuing to push, and we will. And they know that at the end of this is accountability, and they don't want to deal with that. So I think they're going to overplay their cards. And I think when they do that, that's going to make enough people mad enough that we'll finally be able to actually get to accountability. I wonder if you could verify that. It's Tom Renz, T-O-M-R-E-N-Z.com. Go check out his podcast. Follow him everywhere. He's been telling the truth since day one. I had Dr. Malone on last week, the inventor of mRNA technology, who was completely against anybody taking these shots. And he said the new variant that they're all pushing is uh, this horrible thing is no big deal. The, the mortality rate is very, very low. Yeah. And there is no necessity to take another shot. But he says, and I wonder if you could verify this, the government has already bought billions of dollars in shots uh, yeah. for this for this new booster. So now they have to get them into arms. Is that true? Do, do you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, they have. They've bought a ton of these. And uh, one of the things that, that uh, and I haven't talked to Robert in a while, but one of the things that you should talk about, and you might want to look into a little bit, Joe, is when you look at these, and you mentioned the, the reason I thought of this, you mentioned the mRNA. Uh, I reported a, while, a couple weeks ago. Uh, that we have the Pfizer documents that show this is not mRNA. And I really want people to well, hear what this. is it? Well, it's called MOD RNA, M-O-D. Okay. Now, this is a hugely important thing, right? And it's something that's complicated. So mRNA in traditional nomenclature stands for messenger RNA. Right. And so the messenger RNA as a platform for vaccine delivery does not work. Now, mind you, I'm not a scientist. I'm a lawyer, and my job as a lawyer is to read and and understand very complex things and then translate it into something that a jury can understand or judge. So I I can't do the science like Robert can, but I can certainly read and interpret it because that's what I have to do for my job. I, I have to argue these. And so I've read this, and I've looked at this, and I looked at the studies, and what they said is mRNA is a platform. It's a very weak particle. It breaks down. It's not good. Like when they put it in your body, it just falls apart. They've got to keep it super cold. It's just garbage. So what they did is going back a couple decades, they started working on this, and they they created what's called mod RNA. Mod RNA stands for modified RNA, which is not the same as messenger RNA. So the messenger RNA that's in our bodies naturally, that's, that's one thing. This stuff that they're putting in is laboratory modified RNA. And so what it does is it's much more durable, it lasts longer, and it does other things. It's modified. It's not a natural thing. So when they do that, the problem is is that's the reason 
that you know they said they're going to keep it in your shoulder, right? You get the injected in the shoulder, it stays localized there, and then it's gone in a couple. We of know days. that's that's simply not true. It goes everywhere, right. right? But this is why it's not true because it wasn't mRNA; it was mod RNA. And I got the Pfizer documents to show it, and the Moderna documents. They have been defrauding us for a long time on this because they keep saying mRNA, and they referred to it as messenger RNA, but it was always modified. And now they're modifying further. They're using other platforms, saRNA, uh, all these different RNA type platforms but they're all modified in a laboratory so they don't act the same way so all this stuff about messenger rna may not apply but it's very much an intentional way of defrauding people well i mean it's it's a a widespread international fraud if what you say is true and i believe you it's tom renz t-o-m-r-e-n-z.com he's a great lawyer he's been in the forefront of uh, of the truth about COVID since the beginning tom is, is it your opinion well not even your opinion is it fact that you feel 75% sure that it's from the it's from the lab? 95%? Are you 100% sure it's from the lab? Where are I, we today on, on our sure? I know what you're going to say, but I want people to hear you say it. Yeah, I mean, short of actually observing them do it myself, I, I'm, I'm as sure as can be. Okay. Um, it, not only do I think it was from the lab, but I'm going to tell you, Joe, and this is, I know people are going to say, what? But here's the deal. I am all, I'm about as convinced as can be it was released intentionally. I don't think this was an accidental release. You know, you look at, at uh, the Bill Gates tabletop exercises. You look at all the planning. You look at we've got receipts from governments around the world buying COVID PCR tests and different things like that prior to COVID existing. Wow. Uh, we we've got you know half. Well, and we, all know, the- we we I have to stop you. There was a WEF video that actually showed a pandemic and what's going to happen, and yeah. exactly what they predicted is exactly what happened. So you can't be wrong. I mean, yeah. uh, it's uh, nothing is that serendipitous. Nothing. No, no. Well, and remember, remember, uh, we've got the Moderna patent going back to what is it, twenty fourteen ish, somewhere around there, and it has the exact reverse uh, genetic sequence as as the vaccine and. Someone did a scientific study on that. They published it. And the odds of that occurring by coincidence were literally one in a billion with a B. So you've got all this evidence. I actually have a medical record uh, that I have not yet been able to release publicly. And this is the first time I've said this publicly. I have a medical record showing a vaccine test on a COVID vaccine well before COVID existed. Wow. Um, I have, uh, and when I break that, I think that'll be pretty earth-shattering, but it's a huge, huge deal. Um, We have all of this evidence. I don't believe for a second that they were moving this, the, these tests and doing all these things by, yeah, by coincidence. I think that this was released intentionally. You know, the question is who did it and who's responsible for it. But in light of the corruption that we're seeing, and the cover-up, and you know, you said this earlier. You said you talked about us being inherently trusting. Well, here's the thing, Joe. You're right. We are. But when do you trust a liar? I mean, we literally—I can show you paperwork, documented evidence of the federal government lying to us nonstop for the last three years. When do we quit trusting them and start saying, you know what, this guy's just a liar? I can't trust them. Tom, I've got about two minutes left. It's Tom Renz, Tom, R-E-N-Z.com. Go there, follow him, check out his podcast, follow him on all, all the social media. What is the specific CIA connection that the whistleblower is now telling us? Well, whistleblower is talking about uh, the CIA agent, agents who were uh, looking into the origins getting paid off, essentially, to not report the origins, right? Now, here's the thing about that. We know that the CIA was involved. They had to be there. They had to authorize the tech transfer. We also know that USAID funded the heck out of this. 
they, they funded this immensely. USAID is absolutely a CIA program. I mean, they use this to, to put funding wherever they want in the world. It's a way of funneling money. We've got receipts on a lot of this stuff. We can show where this is. The CIA was involved in the creation of SARS-CoV-2. They were involved in the cover-up. They were involved in everything about this. We know that the military-industrial complex, CIA, DOD, DIA, all these guys were involved with the, with the vaccines. In fact, when you go get your vaccine, you're not getting it from Pfizer. You're getting it from the DOD. And that's why if you try and sue Pfizer directly, it doesn't work. You have to sue the DOD first, and then you have to get through the additional immunity that they created before you get to Pfizer. Wow. So, I mean, this was a CIA DOD operation from the beginning, and we now have the receipts to show it. Tom Renz uncovering uh, the, the very important information, the truth since day one on COVID, the vaccines, on the shutdowns, the mandates, the legality of, uh, of it all, and the actual origins of it. You know, there are still people, and I just a quick commentary and maybe a quick thought from you. There are still people from the NIH and other government agencies showing up in front of House committees saying, yeah, no, I still think that it came from nature. Tom, what's the game there? Why do they still keep saying that when we know it's not true? Well, what are you going to do? They've been lying nonstop for three and a half years. They've got to have some, you know, they've got to save face somehow. They can't admit that they've perjured themselves for three and a half years, so they right. go to jail. Very good so. point. TomRenz.com, T-O-M-R-E-N-Z.com. Follow him on all social media. Check out his podcast. Tom, we've got to do it more often. That's an amazing, earth-shattering information today. Thanks a million, my friend. Glad to be here. Thanks, Joe. All right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pegg Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. I appreciate you stopping by. We, we definitely appreciate Tom Renz coming on. He's been telling the truth since day one about COVID, about the origins, about the vaccines, and so on. Miss any part of that or you want to go hear it again or, or maybe send it to a friend who still doesn't understand what was going on with all that. And what they're trying to do again, I'll post it up on Rumble tonight. You can go to my website, JoePags.com, and check out the podcast. On the podcast, it'll probably probably be pulled out as well. Either way, you can go and consume that, spread it around. You can share it with your friends. There are going to be a lot of people who still don't get it uh, when it comes to COVID and exactly where it came from and what they're trying to do with these shots and what they're trying to do heading into next year's election as well. Make sure that you have some resources like this interview with Tom Renz to go back to. 888-941-PAGS, 941 7247JoePags.com. It'll be Vince Everett Ellison next hour. He's a great author. He's a speaker. He's also got a documentary out. Will You Go to Hell for Me is what it's called. Going to break down what's happening in this country when it comes to race relations, when it's coming to left versus right, morality versus immorality, and much more. So there's more to come. Do not touch that dial. The Joe Pags Show coming back. This is The Joe Pags Show.